Welcome to Victorious Living. So I am not to allow the pressures of the world to draw me out of the peace of God that He has designated for my life. And so if I'm not praying for myself and praying along with others for one another, all of us praying for one another, listen folks, pressures can absolutely drive you so far away, any person drive you so far away from where God wants you to be and where God has intended for you to be. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan will share with us a message he's entitled, Why Pray? We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now, here's Pastor Cowan as he shares with us, Why Pray? You know, uh, the the scripture in Romans, it says, when you know not what to pray for. It didn't say you didn't know how. It said, when you know not what to pray for, that the Holy Spirit does. Now that goes to how much time are you or me or a person praying in the spirit? Because the spirit knows all things. He knows every, he knows every heart. He knows every mind. He knows everything that's going on within everybody. So the Holy Spirit knows what. But the Bible tells us how. And so sometimes, you know, when we don't know what, we let that, or we could let that, a person could let that keep them from praying at all. But yet what we are to pray for, what we are to pray about that we don't know to pray about, the Holy Spirit knows. And the only way we can pray about that is that we pray in the Spirit. We pray in the Holy Spirit. He knows the mind. He searches the mind. He knows our life. So he knows everything about what's going on in our life. And so here we see Jesus, who is our shepherd. He's the great shepherd of the sheep, redeemer of all mankind. He's concerned about his people fainting. So the way we can tell sometimes when we are in that process is, as I've said, that our prayer life begins to wane or our praise life begins to wane, or our thanksgiving life starts to wane. And so what happens? Natural thinking begins to take over our mind because we find ourselves slipping a little bit backward and into the fainting zone, as we say. You know, we got a zone out here. We're supposed to drive a certain speed and Sometimes we get very weary with that, amen, and we don't obey. But here Jesus spoke. He spake a parable unto them to this end that men, now the word ought, when he uses the word, he's not just saying that men should. He's saying that men ought. And that word ought goes with this meaning. It's the necessity in the nature of the case. It is necessary. It is the necessity in the nature of the case. 
That's, that's what the word ought means. Jesus used it in, in St. John. He used it in St. John when he used the word ought. It, it, Jesus said, Jesus said, ought, he uses ought, it is the, it, to Nicodemus, it is, the, it is the necessity in the nature of the case that men or people, persons should be born again. So to get into the kingdom, that's what God, what Jesus said to Nicodemus, it is necessary that you are born again because you can't get in there into the kingdom unless you are. So you ought, you know, to receive Christ or get into the, to get into the kingdom of God. Now, this is a prayer that addresses the individual standing in their personal daily walk with God. I'm not dependent. Listen to what I'm saying and don't jump out of the tub. I don't depend on your prayer to, to uh, eliminate my prayer life. I don't, I don't depend on your prayer to pray for myself, for me more than I feel the responsibility to pray for myself. So Jesus is just simply telling them and he spake a parable unto them to this end that men ought, should, it's necessary, uh, it's the necessity uh, to pray because a, a prayerless life leads to fainting. And so this is a prayer that addresses the individual standing in their own personal daily walk with God. It speaks to an individual's prayer life. So the call to prayer is not a new one. The scripture calls all Christians to pray. It's a clarion call to every child of God to pray. So the call to prayer is not a new one, but it is a very important one. So if somebody asks you, what are you called to do? And you don't know if you don't fit into the fivefold ministry, what, why should you pray? Because it is necessary to pray because there is the probability that a person will faint and begin to back away, begin to let go, begin not to do things that they have done in the past that has brought the blessing of God into their life. That's fainting. That's a part of fainting. That's how you can tell sometimes whether that fainting is working or not. So there's been many and there are many and yet will be even more, but there are many in the body of Christ that have answered the call to pray for the nations, even uh, have preached the gospel to the nations through their giving by sending missionaries as well as financial resources to help the needy. We've, we've answered the call, yet some have neglected to pray for themselves. So I'm just trying to emphasize today, yes, we need to pray one for the other. That's what the Bible says. But if I'm not involved in that, then I'm depending on you. I'm depending on someone else to do all the praying for me. And so we don't want to, we don't want to get into that position uh, at all. And so this is a prayer, or, or yet some have neglected sometimes to pray for themselves. Again, I quote uh, Luke, I read Luke 8, 18, 1, and notice, get, 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 his, get the meaning of it. And he spake a parable unto them, 
to this end that men, he didn't say that some ought to pray. He didn't say that. He said that mankind, men, talking about his people, that men, that, that my people ought always to pray and not to faint. When fainting occurs, faith begins to wane in your life. When we're fainting, there are so many other things that begin to wane in our daily life and our walk. Pray so that they do not become, Jesus instructed them, pray so that you do not become discouraged and give up under the pressures of life. How many of you here today have been under the pressures in your life? It's all of us. Every one of us in some fashion, some form through the years, we've all had pressures to come against our life. And uh, sometimes when pressure comes, if we thinking in the natural thing, well, I, I don't know what to do about this. I don't know where this is coming from. I don't know why this is coming from. How come this is happening to me? We can have all kinds of questions that come, come, but Jesus said, pray so that you do not become discouraged and give up under the pressures of life. Now, folks, we, we I don't think, at least in my, my remembrance, I, We've never lived in a period of time where there's any more pressure on, on humanity than there is now. There's pressure coming from every angle to every life. It's just out there. Why is that true? Is because Satan is not going to take, you know, getting pitched into the fire forever. He's not going to take that sitting down. And so we know he's a defeated foe. We know that Jesus did defeat him when he went to the cross and through the work of the cross. We understand that and we know that, but he has not yet banished him to a place called hell. And so every devil in hell, I don't know how many is in there. I don't, I'm not counting them because I hadn't been there. But he is, he is loose in this, in this system. We're in the world, but we're not of the world. So I am not to allow the pressures of the world to draw me out of the peace of God that he has designated for my life. And so if I'm not praying for myself and praying along with others for one another, all of us praying for one another, listen folks, pressures can absolutely drive you so far away. Any person drive you so far away from where God wants you to be and where God has intended for you to be. And so Jesus is just given this simple uh, illustration. He called it a parable that men ought always, it's necessary for us always to pray and not to faint. And when you come to the place you don't know what to pray for, now we're not gonna talk a lot about that, this particular kind today, but when you don't know what to pray for, where your life's concerned, there is one who does. And I've, I've gone through that up front here, that the Holy Spirit knows. He knows more about you than you know about you. For he, he sees and knows all things. So the word faint in the Greek word, if you just look up word uh, faint in a, in, a, uh, you know, in a dictionary, uh, it comes uh, from the word that I don't know that I'll pronounce this right. I really don't know because I'm, I don't speak Greek. Uh, well, sometimes people say, sounds like Greek to me, but it's just really, you know, not knowing what, how to talk or, or speak in that. But this, this is a Greek word, E-K, 
K-A-K-E-H-O. Now you can put your own, you can put your own uh, meaning or pronunciation to that if you like. I, I'm, not I'm not objecting to it. E-K-A-O. So anyway, that's about as close as any of us in the room can get. Is that right? Okay. So what does this word faint mean? It means to become weak. It means to become weary. It means to become weary spiritually. It means to become weary mentally. It means to become physically exhausted. And it also means to become impatient and dissatisfied. Have you ever seen an impatient person? Have you ever been an impatient person? We all have, haven't we? We sure have. Amen. Have you ever been dissatisfied? Not just much, not so much maybe perhaps with yourself as we are sometimes with other people. But we have a lot about our own selves to be dissatisfied once we just sit down, look at our life, take an inventory. We can be very dissatisfied about our own life. And so that's where you find people are at today. Not all people, but the, you'll find some people there today. So this word faint that Jesus said that you ought always to pray so that you don't, what? So that you don't become weak, weak. you don't become weary, you don't become spiritually uh, weak, you don't become physically weak, you don't become mentally uh, exhausted, and you don't become impatient and... It's our hope that today's message, Why Pray, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD of this week's message, please request offer 33. This week's special offer is 33. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.